I'm Jennifer Lackey, and my passion is helping small shop owners grow their business online using the powerful tools of social media. And I want to welcome you to the Small Shop Newsroom. Each week, I'll be your guide in navigating the social updates you need to know when it comes to social media, boutique ownership, and well, just running your business. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Small Shop Newsroom. In this podcast episode, we are going to be talking all things email marketing tips. There is some juicy, good tips in this episode, so stay with me. Before we get started, though, I do want to point out that we just revamped our free Instant Boss Community app, so if you want to, go download it right now. There's some great stuff inside. One of my favorite things that's been added is our new In Search of software. So what this allows you to do is go inside the app and search whatever you're looking for. So let's say you're looking for Western apparel. You can type that in to our software. Or say you're looking for sling bags. You can type that in as well. When you hit submit, you can even add a photo. So if you're looking for something specific, you can add that photo into the app. What it does after you hit submit is it sends it to all of our approved instant boss wholesalers to reach out to you if they have what you're looking for. So you don't have to go search it out. They come to you. Again, you can check that out on Google or Apple. So that is in the app store. It's called Instant Boss Community, but I also dropped the link in the show notes below so you can grab that link. But back to the podcast episode today, we're going to be talking all things email marketing tips. So one of the questions I see asked a lot in our Facebook group, and by the way, if you're not in our Facebook group, we have over 20,000 boutique owners and wholesalers inside. So be sure you check that out. I'll also add that to the show notes below. But one of the number one questions I see asked is how do I get my emails out of the spam folder? No one's seeing my emails. Nobody's opening them. Like what's even the point? Well, there is a huge huge benefit to having an email list. So if you haven't even started your email list, you are listening to a great podcast episode right now because you're going to get some awesome tips. But even if you've had an email list and it's going, it's looking kind of dim, no one's opening it, we're going to have some great tips as well. But one of the things I want to say for those of you that haven't started yet is do it you need to get an email list started now. You cannot rely solely on social media as your resource to reach out to customers. What happens today if your social media gets shut down, gone? Are you gonna reach out to customers? How are you gonna reach out to them? Do you have them on an email list? Do you have them on a text list? If you don't, you need to. We'll go over in another podcast episode some ways to get customers on our email list. But in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some tips on how to grow and nurture your current email list. So number one, stop sending your emails from an at gmail.com email address. So for example, uh, jennifersboutique at gmail.com, jennifersboutique at hotmail.com, at yahoo.com, at aol.com, whatever it is. No, this is really hurting your deliverability rate. Um, So what you need to be doing is you need to be sending from your actual domain email address. If you don't have one, you can go to godaddy.com and easily grab one. But typically within your email provider, so let's say you're using something like MailChimp or Aweber or ConvertKit or whatever you're using to send your emails, you need to probably verify and register your domain email as well. 
So when you're registering it, it's basically verifying that your website's legit. It's not a spam website. And so that really helps deliver those emails better. Number two, you want to make sure you're having a good mixture of pictures and text inside your email. If you're only sending pictures in your email, it's not going to send as good. If you're only sending text, it's not going to do as well. You want to have a good 50-50 mixture of pictures and text. Number three, you want to make sure your subject line fits what is inside your email. So let's say, for example, you put as your subject line 50% off sale today only, and they open that email and there's no 50% off discount. There's no kind of coupon. There's nothing in there. That's going to tell your email provider and those that you're sending it to that this is a spam email um, and it's going to hurt your email list. So don't do it. Only put in their subject line what is inside your list or your um, email. So you want to make sure that those subject lines are something that makes people want to open it, but also it's not misleading. Um, Number four, we have ask customers to reply to your emails. Um, So this tells their email provider that you're talking back and forth, that this is somebody they want to talk to. And it typically puts them inside of a category that takes you out of like the promotion tab that Gmail has, which if you don't know what the promotion tab is, basically in your main email, you'll get all your emails from your friends, from your mom, from your grandma. But in the promotions tab, that's where you're going to see like Best Buy, Walmart, all of that stuff that's sending to you. Um, Or your boutique emails get sent there as well. So when customers are responding to you, it's more likely that you get put in their primary email list, which is really great. And that's where you want to be. But also to take a step further, at the end of each email, you could ask your customers to add you to their email contact list. By doing this, that puts you in their primary list. Not every customer is going to want to do this because let's be honest, we don't always want to see promotional emails. Um, So you could run a giveaway and ask people to screenshot your boutique email address in their contacts list for XYZ, winning XYZ, whatever it is you want to give away. Um, But just incentivize them to add you to their contacts list would really, really help your open rate. Number five, we have do not add dollar amounts to anything within your email. So I know it's tempting to be like, oh, grab this shirt today, $5 only, but don't do it. And here's why. When you see prices on something, and typically when it's more expensive than you want to even purchase, you're not going to click through to that website. You're seeing everything you need. Uh, You know, I don't want the shirt for $34. Thanks. I'm not going to click over to the website. But when I don't know the prices and I see something I like, I'm more likely to click through to the website. Well, yeah, maybe I still get to the website and it's still more expensive than I want to spend. But if your website's designed well, you will, your customers will see other stuff that they might be interested in when they go to look at that product and might see something they will or are willing to spend $34 on to purchase. So it's getting that customer to click through from an email that you're looking for. So don't add those dollar amounts to anything, even though I know it's really tempting to do so. Number six, I want you to start setting up some flows Um, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can always hire somebody out. This gets a little techie and a little involved. So if you're not on the techie side, you don't know how to do this kind of stuff, look for somebody to hire out to do these things for you. 
But what I'm talking about is setting up flows for things like retargeting your customers. For example, abandoned cart sequences. So when they go to the cart and they don't go to purchase whatever's in their cart, they need to be sent an email that says, whoa, 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 you, you left this in your cart and it's about to be gone. Uh, it's about to be sold out. You need to check out now, reminding them. And I'll say from personal experience, I've left things in carts, got distracted by my kids. And when I got those emails of, oh, hey, this is about to be gone. You might want to check out. There's only one left or whatever it is. I go check out right then and there. So I know it works personally for me. Um, so get those abandoned cart sequences set up if you don't already. There's also other ones you can do like back in stock items. So customers can sign up for to get on the wait list. Um, you can do this if you don't have, I think Comment Sold does it. Um, but if you don't have Comment Sold, there's other apps in Shopify. I think it's even called back in stock app um, that you can use for something like this. Also emails, like let's say after X amount of days of signing up for your email list, they need some kind of email that's sent out to them. I personally if it was me, would like to, let's say after two days of signing up on my email list, I'm going to follow up with you and send out an email about how to follow me other places, my Facebook group that you should go join, um, my TikTok account, my real, my Instagram, you know, everything that you need to go follow me on <laughs> separately um, in an email that sends out a few days after. Then we have one more that I have on this list, which is a follow-up with suggested items based on their past purchases. So let's say you have a customer that pretty much only purchases dresses from you and you just have five new arrivals of dresses. It would be a good email to send out that says, hey, check out these new dresses we added. Um, so again, that can get really techy and confusing if you're not a tech person. So you could always hire those things out and they are 100% worth it. Uh, that's a great thing to invest in in your business. Number seven, make sure you're sending out regular emails. I would suggest at least two a week. Um, you can, you know, if you don't have a lot of product and you're like, whoa, 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 two a week, that's crazy. I'm not sending two emails out a week. Do like a new arrivals email and do a sale email. Um, these items on sale this week or these items, new arrivals, whatever it is. Um, but make sure you're sending out regular emails. If you're going to make an email list, and you're gonna put people on it, and you're not gonna send emails out regularly, it's not great for your deliverability rate. It's just not. Uh, if you're gonna wait months and months, then it's, it's not great. Then we have number eight, which is remove inactive subscribers. So what I mean by this is if your subscriber, which is the person that signed up for your email list, hasn't opened in over a year, they haven't looked at your emails for over a year, then they just need to be removed from your email list. They're bringing down your open rate and everything else. Um, typically with an email service provider, they show you like how recently the person's open. Um, they call them, I think, dormant subscribers. So if you're not sure, you can always reach out to your email provider and ask them to remove them for you. Um, I know some have a service that'll do that for you. So those are my top eight tips for your email list. So if you can just do a few of those today, I think you'll see a better open rate for your emails. And I think you might just really start to like email marketing. Uh, it has a great, great return rate if you're doing it right. Great ROI on email marketing. And guys, you own that list. You own your email list. No one can take that away from you. So we're going to go to another podcast episode later 
in the month, then I'm going to tell you how to get people on your email list. If you don't have anybody there yet and you're wanting to grow your list, we're going to have a podcast episode later this month. If you're enjoying these podcast episodes, please, please let me know uh, by leaving us a review in the podcast where you're listening, whether that's Spotify or whether that's Apple. Uh, If you could leave us a review, I would totally appreciate it. But that is it for this episode, and I will see you next time on the Small Shop Newsroom.